Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tom. Hi, Mike. And Ross. Hi. And Joey. Hey. And so I wanted to talk today about a term that I'm just starting to use. Uh, the term is attunement. And I'm sure there's several definitions out there at this point, but I feel I was reading a book called Supporting Gender Diversity in Early childhood classrooms or early education. I can't remember the exact name, but I really loved the term. And so attunement means being attuned, like being able to understand what the other person wants so that they feel heard, understood, seen. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it just hit a lot of points that we often talk about of the kid who does want to play rough and wants to go over and tackle their friend. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'd say children are often good at it. They usually don't tackle the kid who doesn't want to get tackled. They tackle the kid who does. I know that doesn't always happen. And, you know, they're learning attunement. Uh, yeah. But I think as a teacher, it's a really... I like the term because it explains a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Like even the child who doesn't want you to say hello in this bright, cheery voice. Yeah. You know? And then the other kid who's not going to feel welcome if they don't get that. And so I think it's really helpful just in terms of... I feel like Tom had a way of saying this, like each kid feels like they're part of the class or, or mm -hmm. has their role. And it's the teacher's job to sort of change what they do for each child right. based on that. So I, I just really liked the concept of that. And I guess what I want in the discussion is thinking of if you can think of times either that it, you saw it yourself or another teacher, like really doing it well, or when there's like this disconnect mm -hmm. and you're like, like I think a lot of misbehavior you know, that teachers mm -hmm. come to me about is really them not understanding what the child's doing and their behavior towards it yep. increases the behavior that they're so worried about. Like I'm going to, I used this example several months ago, but I think it works well here. The child who wasn't cleaning up that at cleanup time, the child went and kind of went under the easel, you know, kind of hiding out. And then the teacher forcing him, you know, it's time mm -hmm. to clean up. You mm -hmm. have to come over too. Yep. And that's when the child totally melts mm -hmm. down yep. mm -hmm. and as the teacher got to know the child it was like oh they don't like when it's chaotic mm -hmm. yep if i ask him to clean up when we do the five minute warning we're gonna clean up in five minutes and then turn to him and say do you want to help me clean up now right. let's mm -hmm. clean up the blocks he loved doing it he right. loved mm -hmm. helping right but when it's crazy yeah he wanted to be off but like the teacher at first wasn't attuned to that and so yep. it was almost like she was pulling him into the thing that he was trying, he was showing with his behavior. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I guess in the, in the past, we've often talked about children show us with behavior and we have mm -hmm. to read that. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe that's what I see the word attunement kind of mm -hmm. meaning, or at least one of the ways you could look at it. Yeah. But I was wondering if other people had a, examples or experiences. It, it's easier to see it in other people, I think. Than yeah. I'm trying to think of, uh, <clears throat> I'm thinking about somebody who visited my classroom um, and she wanted to do a rough and tumble with the kids. And she got it got to the point where she actually lost control mm. because she wasn't really aware of um, how she was increasing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. How things kept, um, it, it got wilder and wilder and wilder. Yep. And she wasn't and she wasn't able to pull back. Right. And wasn't able to pull the kids back. Um, and I don't know if that's an attunement kind of thing or if, you know, she wasn't reading Right. Or she didn't have the skills yet to... Yep. to well, that's uh, interesting because that's sort of, I think, I think it is attunement, but it's 
uh, that other side of it of like you have to be able to see what the child's actual need is right. even if they're not realizing it right, right. isn't mm-hmm. that because that's what was happening in that case mm-hmm. or and if this person was visiting she also sounds like wouldn't probably have enough time to attune to this thing because that takes time to get to know who these people are that you're right, working right, right. with because you'll assume oh well these, this group looks like they want to play and you didn't realize that you had the child who as soon as it starts to get loud well now the overstimulation happens and, and now my arms can't stop punching right, right. and moving and oh I I didn't know that that child was that child yeah, okay that's... now I, I so if she came back she would that probably was, do it again that's interesting because um, she really wanted to play with the kids. Yeah. She had this overarching um, desire to play with the kids. Mm-hmm. And so she got down on the floor and, 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 you know, that's an invitation for kids to kind of jump on you. Right, right. If yeah. you're getting on the yeah. floor. And then it just got wilder and wilder and yep. she didn't know how to stop it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting what you said. I, I remember the um, we did a workshop at a nature center or like a, the park that had... Um, Three Rivers Park, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they talked about a lot of the teachers, would, or whatever they call themselves, naturalists. naturalists, they'd watch the kids come off of the bus to get to know yes. which are the kids that I'm going to trust to go up ahead on the yeah. trail, and which are the kids the teachers seem to be very, like, holding their hand for yeah. the 10-foot yeah. walk. And they had such a brief or, second to try to figure yeah, yeah. all that out and with it, those field trips coming to them and not having the time to right. build relationships. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're not going to totally know. So they're probably they, just catching the yeah. extremes of it, like... Okay, that kid teacher seemed fine that he's yep. went ahead and is opening the door. Yep. And uh, and that child, they're really concerned about that. Right. You know, but I thought that was interesting. Well, if it, it makes sense. And to me that it does, and I think that's the what the when you're using that term attunement, Mike, that it it is it's being seen. It's being recognized that you get to kind of it's honoring who you are right. and trying to not to say that everybody's going to get to do whatever they want because it's who they are and that's we need to honor every aspect of it there mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. i think a collective mm-hmm. agreement that there's there are rules there are expectations there are ways of taking care of each other however i think what a lot of it where a lot of it has been maybe more for my own growing up and kind of the way i've been learning as i've become a, an adult and a professional that it seems like there's a lot of you do it this way so mm-hmm. you have to assimilate Right. To mm-hmm. what right. is, mm-hmm. rather than, hey, Tom, I'm glad you're here. I know you're going to want to do something in this this way. Mike, mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here. Right. I know you're going to probably need something else. It's a little bit different. Joy, I'm glad you're here. And I know this is really your bag of what you want to mm-hmm. do. That having that classroom where I can see, I'm giving each of you, I recognize who you are. And you are right. the person who wants to have a big squeeze and right. run through the door and almost tackle right. to say hi. And you're the other, you're the child who wants to come in. And I'm just going to, I might wave quietly right. or wait till you walk over in two minutes and say, hi. Right. And I'll say, hey. What's funny that we did an episode, I think was called like Resonance, which is a funny, another musical oh, yeah, metaphor. yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so, the, the, you know, again, this idea around harmony versus disharmony. Yeah, know, yeah. And, and attunement has the same, right. same idea to it. But yeah. I kind of want, I mean, just to play with the metaphor a little bit, like attunement also, to me, I hear it like sometimes you have to adjust. Mm-hmm. You don't always come out playing in tune right with, oh yeah yeah to, uh, you know yeah. adjust a little bit like right. oops whoa that was that was not a harmony with that kid you know right, what I, mean? right. I, yeah. I have to figure out how to yep. adjust and so to me the word attunement 
or the child's different today than right. Give what space a, for that, that, yeah. that adjusting, that re, That's re, a really good retuning. Point. You know, oh, right. I have yeah. to, I have to retune because yeah. And I think the important part is that it puts it on the teacher. Right. Yes. And a little bit, the child does it too, to a certain degree, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But we are yeah. better at it. Like using yeah. the instrument, you know, analogy, like the person who has more experience, right. it's probably going to be the one to try to meet the notes. They're going to slide up just a little bit on the fret yep. to meet the uh, note. Yeah. Rather and than the can, other person. And the other person can, might not even hear it. And t- again, yeah. you can feel when it's wrong. You yeah. Know, when the, yeah. Right, when right. the band is going, rah, 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 you know, and you're the one doing it. You're like, oh right. boy, I am not, yeah. I am not in harmony with you, you know, you can yeah, I'm it. seeing. I'm seeing. I'm a drummer, so I have no idea. I, what see, I, see, I sure. see the guitarist in rhythm. Who, right? You tune yeah, drums. Sure, yeah. You can tune a drum. I, no, I can, but it, yeah, yeah. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I think that was. The, I see the musician, the guitarist who's got the tune auto tuner oh, yeah, yeah. on the the. Yep, on the, the neck of the guitar. The neck of the guitar, and then there's others who just yeah, stand there and kind of do it by ear, and they can just tweak a little. And they're like, yep, that's what I need right there. Right. And it, if you're an in, first, you know, introductory guitar player. You're gonna need that auto tuner to be right. on the neck of the guitar, so you know oh, this is the A. This well, is the, the other C. thing though that happens with tuners, especially because they're fretted instruments. Yeah. See, so I'm, I am a drummer, but I hang around with <laughs> musicians. That's what a uh, yeah, person yeah. who hangs around with musicians is called a drummer, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but you do that with the tuner, with the yeah. auto, t- you know, or the you know electric tuner, and then now you have to check to see if the strings are in tune with each other, yeah. and if five frets up, they are. And they're never, they never are completely. There's yeah. no way to get it perfect yeah. when you have a multi-stringed instrument. So it's that thing of figuring out right. how to do it because the tension changes when you're tuning it. You're now t- changing the tension on the neck. So the string you tuned first won't yep. be exactly the same. So it's right. this, it's like you have to do both things, well, which we're dynamic. getting way off the metaphor. It's, but it's very dynamic. But I think with, yeah, it's And don't dynamic. we talk about that all the time, that it's, it's not a fixed... Right. And process. another kid, so the multi-string thing is the multi-kids. Like, the, yeah. I know what to do with this kid, but if Tom's around, I don't do it because they'll get too wound yep, up together. But, that. like, when, you know, when one person's away, the other kid I can play a little more wildly right. with, and they won't feed off each other is what I usually hear teachers talk mm-hmm. about. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. oh, boy, when Tom and Ross are together, it's like Tom starts doing this, and Ross has to up it, and then Tom, and then Ross... And when so, they're not there, the teachers are much more comfortable with Right. I, I have a couple different thoughts. Yeah. And one of them is, um, I worked with somebody who was very empathetic, but in a way it was, it wasn't, there, there, it wasn't in tune. Mm. It was like um, she would come in and she would be the director of everything and all right. things. And it was like, uh, she would be reading the kids, but it was really her... You must be worried about Oops. this, and you must be worried about this, so I'm going to come in yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and fix this. Or right. I noticed you guys were just having a squabble but like she that. Was, but she was really empathetic, right. and there was mm-hmm. there was one instance where I couldn't... There was a child who was so upset, there was no way I was ever going to do anything right. to, to bring that child down, but she could. I mean, so in a way, there, there was... Um, a real advantage to her being mm-hmm. that empathetic but then there was also a disadvantage because i mean empathy you're supposed to have that attunement right mm-hmm. well that's a, supposed I, to be the I, difference I, I, between I, I, sympathy I I and empathy right that because in a way i could see her getting too upset about something yes exactly that the kid has now recovered from but she wants yeah. to still talk about it with the kid or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. or maybe would ask like questions in a way the kid can't answer like why are you sad you know right. and a why question to mm-hmm. a four-year-old's mm-hmm. like yeah 
or some, I don't know, like, but I could see like her f- needing to talk through something. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't child, ever, maybe never not. I don't quite know. clear uh, how much was her needs and how much were mm-hmm. the children's needs. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of a tricky, <clears throat> tricky territory. Well, uh, I, I had a recent, this last week, I've, uh, not to go too far down the rabbit hole, but I had a group of older kids. So it's all, uh, they're going to all go to kindergarten next year. Some of them are already five. Some of them are about to be five. So it's all very developmentally appropriate what they're doing. They're they doing, but it's like this, uh, amongst this one group, they spend a lot of time together. There's a lot of teasing. Mm-hmm. And I cannot, I am not attuned. So I do, I cannot tell if it's, I'm teasing because I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm teasing because I don't like your game, but I don't know how to just go play something else. Or like, yeah. I, I cannot mm-hmm. figure out what it is, but it's like moth to flame. I also can't really like, and I, I know you can't stop it, but like, I can't like, I can't interrupt the cycle, I guess right. is what I mean to mm-hmm. say. So, you know, they'll go up and taunt, you know, like you're, you're, they're playing a game up in the loft. Right. And like, well, we're the blah, blah, blahs and we're going to come and wreck right. it or whatever. You know, I'm like, oh, just, you don't need to do that. But they do. And they it, can't not. And it triggers you too, right? it triggers right? me. Yeah, and yeah. and mm-hmm. partly because I can't, because I don't understand it. Yeah. And then just there are other conversations yeah. that they're having at the table. They're like, I mean, again, it's all developmentally appropriate, but it's like, I'm, I'm feeling like super in over my head. Like actually saying like, oh, you, these, you, those two people are the cutest people at this table or whatever. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm. You know, just so. <laughs> But I'm not in tune, and right. so I can't. I used to have a kid who would say, "Like, figure out what I have to a do Batmobile next. at my house." Yeah, and the other kids, "Can I come see it?" Nope. Yep. And it was just like I don't. And the other kids really upset now that they can't yeah. go see the Batmobile. And yeah, I know there's no Batmobile. Right. Mm-hmm. But that kid doesn't. Right. So it, like, how do you, how do what you do I do? No Oh, that's a good. So, no, so I'm feeling like the, I feel like this teacher that you're talking about, like empathetically, I don't want hurt feelings. I don't want this kind right. of one-upsmanship that's happening. I don't want this kind of disruption of mm-hmm. play, and I can't figure out where it's coming from. And so all of my efforts to uh, work on it, they're just all thudding. Like I'm right. not, I am not getting anywhere you know i mean and it takes things take time it's fine but yep. anyways so that that, that, that say, makes sense to what you're describing yeah. like I, i'm 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 empathetic towards the situation but i'm not in tune and right. and i can't and nice. sometimes yeah, you have nice. to like i think of the falling down episode mm-hmm. that you brought to us ross like i don't know how long ago that was now but you know that idea that they are going to have to make these mistakes right. right and you can be there when a kid gets hurt and you can also think of yeah, things to do that in the long run may decrease the thing, but in the moment, it's really hard yeah. to to know what to do. And right. it, and I bet I would try twenty different things. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have one thing that I know. Oh, when that happens, this is what I do. Right, but it's more like I think part of the reason I'm like struggling yeah. is too strong is because I know I'm not attuned to whatever's happening. Right, I I, I know I'm not. Yeah, it's not I, like, something I'm you, guessing, you get. But I'm not. I'm yeah, not and are you not going to be? Um, it's possible. Are you tone It's possible deaf because there are five-year-old kids. Like, you know, I will never be attuned to the hilarity of saying poop and pee. Like, I can cognitively know no. that that's right. fun to do. I'm never actually going to be attuned to. Right. It, it, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. I fake it. That's nice. I fake it. Well, I mean, you're, you're giving license but, to other teachers, too. <laughs> right. To fake it. But No, to, well. <laughs> which is, so I, I, I mean, you can't be attuned to everything. But right. Can, right. Or, or right. Can, yeah, that's a good or point. Or can you... In the recognition that you know where you're at with like I don't well, get I know the jokes. Devel- I know it's developmentally appropriate. Exactly. Yeah. So you well, can you can you're tolerate. still putting it on yourself in a lot of ways, yeah. right? That like I want to figure out things that right could help. If if they're only teasing and all having fun with it, right? I'm okay with it, but I don't. Yeah. So you're already shaking your head. 
So you're trying to tune it. You're you pretty. Right. You know that's not totally true, right? right? That other right. kids are getting upset, but what you don't know is exactly what are these kids. What's the need they're yes. meeting? Yes, yes, that yes. I can figure yes. out a different way. Yes. I can get a yes. replacement behavior yes. or yes. whatever. Yes. Yeah, but you still know that it's like there's no way to just turn it off. Right. It's more like you've got to figure out where where are they at so I can actually. Right. And I know I know we're not in harmony. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That that was my. I was gonna say we're disharmonious. We are disharmonious. You can even though you may not be as you're saying you're not attuned, Joey, to the 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 reason why these jokes are funny. You can feel the disharmony. You can realize that this is not right. This is not feeling good. So we need to do something different. And I don't necessarily know what it is or why it is, but we can all tell that this isn't this isn't that really mm-hmm. good feeling mm-hmm. and i yeah. think that if there's if you can feel that well then you know you've got to to sit with it more and i think right. that's the thing that it's the harmony metaphor i think is great that it takes time and mm-hmm. it, as you were saying mike that there's going to be that interplay based you know with the different frets as it is with the children it's going to have to be tweaked day to day and that's what i mean i right. think it was one of my early teachers who, to his credit, and also probably to his, just who he was, and it matched, being, he was somebody who was, I think I've talked about before, he loved making big drawings and incorporating art into the lessons. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, it seemed, from my third grade mind, we all loved this class. Right. Because I loved this class, Mm -hmm. finally. But he got it in a way that he was being true to himself. He loved making art. Well, I'm going to bring you in and I'm going to take you on this excite, take this right. excitement with me. Well, you as the conductor to stay on the musical <laughs> metaphor, if you are in the front of the, again, I'm actually now one, ba- one middle school band teacher just yelled at people, right? Play your instruments better. Yeah. yeah. You're not doing it right. Yeah. And then you're out of tune. You're out. Or exactly. You're but out. didn't say how to do anything about it. Right. I had another teacher the next year, she would go to us, oh, what you need to do is you need to tighten your lips more. You need right. to really, to make this work. And she could she could see where each of us were, knowing that shouting didn't seem to get the job done. So right. I think if you take the time to sit with it and sit with these children and you go, okay, how do I, how do so I see and understand? So maybe just to wrap it up, I'll say it this way. It sounds like what you're saying is that the teacher who understands that part of their job is attunement or whatever yeah. of figuring out what the children need and when something's not going right it's trying to figure out how do i retune this to make it work mm-hmm. and when you're at the point of just telling kids no this is what you have to do over and over or shouting in the case of some mm-hmm. you know your middle school band teacher that's when you've given up on the attunement idea and you exactly. just want the kids to meet you where you're at yeah then and it's what you really need to do is meet the kids where they're at exactly and the, I think one of the hardest things as a teacher is to emotionally know that you are never going to get it right. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be the days you walk out thinking, I'm the worst teacher in the world. Mm-hmm. But if you realize that you weren't attuned to them, you're actually a great teacher because you're going to keep figuring out new ways to try to get there. And so. I think, Mike, maybe for another episode that the topics in the book that you brought yeah, up yeah. are talking about, I think it sounds like gender identity yeah, and specifically all these other that. topics. Yep. And I think what a maybe that'll be another discussion because these 
teachers and or the adults that we're now putting in to work with young children are trying to see children for who they are yeah. because if you are a child who is transgender or someone who just doesn't feel like you're fitting just in doesn't express themselves in a they're typical way either can't fully express themselves because it's being for right. whatever reasons well now we're getting into that you need to assimilate to my to right. the way that this feels rather than being yourself right and it sounds like by this book and i'm excited to read it yeah. to see well now children get to be more of themselves and you can have this true harmony right. versus just play these notes yep yeah so and it gets we'll have to wait but it, it gets into even more that finer attunement of the kid who wants everyone to know and the kid is just figuring it out for themselves and doesn't want attention drawn to it right, right. so that's absolutely that's what i love about the book that it that it was like, oh, I hadn't thought about that difference. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that in the classroom I sort of do it, mm-hmm. but whatever it is. But um, you know, um, but it was like, whoa, this book is going way deeper than I thought. Yeah. So we'll we'll definitely get to that book. I'm hoping to get at least one of the authors to visit. So via Skype because they're all out west, or we could all go to the Bay Area and- on our way to Cal- uh, Australia. There we go. You gotta yeah. stop we'll in the Bay. Stop in San Francisco and <laughs> we'll visit all the fire zones. Yes, yes, yes exactly. <laughs> all the places that are burning in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that note, uh, thanks everyone for a good discussion, and uh, thanks for listening to Teaching with the Body and Mind. Thanks, thanks Mike. Mike. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Mind. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.